Welcome to Gear High Elves, the show where we talk about adventuring, and the modern problems that go along with it. With me today is Victoria, morally dubious human necromancer. Hello. Giladonis, the infinitely promiscuous high elf ranger. Yes, thank you, George. Matilda, a teabagging dwarven barbarian. Uh, thanks, I guess. And I'm your host, George Carver, the racially confused trans-orc druid. Today we've got a whole mess of letters and questions, which is really weird because I never told you how to get a hold of us. I, I mean, thanks for using magic to stalk us, but... Uh, Those clairvoyance spells. I, I'm telling you, the, the arcane network has become out of control. It's, it's frightening. It would actually be quite easy to track one down. There, there is almost nothing about one's arcane essence that is not instantly visible to anyone anywhere in the realms. I'm going to have to look into some uh, divination blockage or something like that around this place. Yeah, I uh, shudder to think that there might be like a tome or a grimrar just full of faces out there. A book of faces, you might say. Just taking all our data. That sounds like some sort of grim necromantic ritual. I would like to keep my face. Oh, I have a book of faces. As in, you have a book of portraits of people? Oh, no, no, I removed them. Why would you do that? Well, if I use our windows to the soul, then the faces are delicious. Uh, what? Uh, met- metaphorically speaking, I don't actually eat the faces. <laughs> uh, I just use them for ritual casting purposes. Not better. Okay, fine, I lick some of them. They're mine. That's how you prove you own them. I licked them, so now they belong to me. Not licking my face. Why would I? It's attached to you, but if you ever want to trade up a new face, I do have a book full of faces. Wait, you can exchange faces to and from the book? Oh my, yes. And uh, some of the faces in the book are just copies I made. You have the ability to copy faces, and only some are copies? What sort of collector would I be if I didn't have some original printings in mint condition? Besides, how am I supposed to scry my friends while they're sleeping if I don't have a copy of their face? Well, that's just... Wait, wait. Didn't didn't you call me your friend earlier? Anyways, I I have a letter here from I Don't Care. We're changing topic right now. First question here from uh, Sun Wukong in uh, Mount Huago. Sun Wukong asks, Can you read my question on air? Uh, I don't know. That seems like a pretty big ask. We'll have to mull it over for a bit. Wait, wait. Read that back to me. Can you read my question on air? I, I don't understand. What's the question? I think it's one of those metatextual things where the request is the question itself. So the question is the question. Is it? Is it the question the question? Or is the question a question? Which is separate from the question. You, you just said question four times. And I'm not sure which question is the question. So if the question ask is... By our listener, is the question, which is separate from the question, which was actually a request to read the question, then are we reading the question? Or are we simply reading a request to read the question? What the hell are you talking about? That's the question I'm trying to solve. Uh, Read that damn question back again. Can you read my question on air? Nope. Nope. I, I don't think we can. I don't think anyone can. 
I think it's impossible. And you have doomed us all to a fiery death from marauding sphinxes. Well, thank you very much for that. All right. Uh, next in our mailbag, we got uh, one that I think Victoria might have some insight into. Can you explain the differences between types of undead? Oh, there are so ever many types of undead, but you'd have to be a little more specific, I think. Fair enough. I mean, I've been dead a few times, and I've encountered undead a bunch. I don't know that that makes me an expert. Certainly not one like you, but uh, sure, I think we can take a stab at this. I prefer smashes. Oh, huh. I'd rather enjoy smashing. Wow. Oh. So, undead come in a few different types. Oh, yes, everyone comes differently. Wait. Is he talking about... So undead come in a few different types. Uh, I've come in a few different types myself. Hey, no, that's just... Undead come in a few different types. Coherent spectral, incoherent spectral, preserved corporeal, non-preserved corporeal. Why are you shouting? We're all listening patiently for you to finally tell us about undead. See, there's a pretty big difference between preserved and non-preserved corporeals. Last one is my favorite. Preserve undead regenerate, heal themselves, and regrow lost spits. They also smell much better. Non-preserves start rotten pretty pretty quickly. No, thank you. Uh, what's the deal with spectrals? Basically, whether or not they have a mind. I think it's a little more complicated because we can't tell if they're intelligent or not. Incoherent spectrals like poltergeists could be mindless, or they could just be really, really pissed off. So Mostly really pissed off. So, so what do ghosts count as? Hard to say, since it varies from ghost to ghost. Sometimes they seem very reasonable people who just happen to be dead. And other times, they really want to haunt the shit out of places and murder everyone who drops by. Seems like your undead taxonomy doesn't work so well if ghosts can be more than one type. Oh, oh no, no, no. Ghosts are definitely coherent spectrals. It's just that sometimes they get so pissed off that they don't listen to anyone and just kill everything in sight. It's quite marvelous. Ah, so, quite the sight. So like adventurers who smell gold. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Is that the basic difference between ghouls and ghasts? More or less. Ghasts are more crafty and deliberate, but they have more in common than not. They're both sneaky, love to hide and ambush. One of my favorite things. They like the taste of flesh and are preserved. People think they're not preserved, but they're just what you like to call smelly. Yep, that makes sense. I mean, eating dead bodies, sleeping in shallow graves, and not bathing to do that. So, gas are just ghouls who aren't hangry. Exactly. exactly. What about the difference between wraiths and specters? Both go here in spectrals. Spectrals glow a little, but they're both dicks. Oh, what kind of dicks? The one that come at you through walls and suck the life out of you. Can you say that again, but sexier? No. Spoil sport. What about the difference between a white and a zombie? Whites have privilege. I suppose that's true. I, I guess that about wraps things up for the undead for now, huh? No, we haven't talked about mummies at all. Oh, mummies, like my mummy. My mummy is actually a mummy now, you see. She was my mother, but I call her mummy, and now she's a mummy. I've made her one. I keep her in my attic. So your mummy has a mummy? My mummy is wait, wait, my mummy. Wait, wait a moment. You keep your dead mother in your attic? Yes, that's where I keep all of my favorite things. Wait, your, your dead mom or your undead mom? Uh, yes. Is she one of those preserved undead or is she... Quite preserved, yes. So... Because I like her. You see, daddy is not preserved because I don't like him. What is wrong with you? What do you mean? I don't understand. 
I mean, I've done some really depraved things in my time, but... Pretty sure that list is endless. By the gods! Seems perfectly normal to me. I mean, they kept me in the attic for years and years they're, and years yeah, and years, so... They're I your don't... parents! Yes. And now they're undead, and you're yes. keeping them in your attic. I mean, they don't need their bodies anymore. Fair enough. All right, then. So, given that logic, are they still technically your parents if they're not really them anymore? Mm, I suppose not. But they're mine. They're not my parents, but they are mine. <laughs> uh, I don't even know where to begin with that. That's a very different kind of rapping. And usually I like to leave the rapping to that uh, permanently hasted bard. Buster Rhymes. They say he can cast four spells per round. A- anyways, if, if we're done talking about mummies, then we, we should probably mark this question answered with the caveat that it's our understanding of the undead, since uh, none of us have actually... Wait, Vic- Victoria? Yes? Have you ever been undead? Oh, no, I've tried. Didn't quite stick. All right, well, then at some point, maybe we'll have an undead on the show, and then uh, they can answer a question better. But uh, got this, this new question that has an awful lot of flowers and hearts and uh, Giladonis's name written in uh, glowing, literally glowing, flowing script. My, I have a fan. <laughs> um, this, this person asks, Giladonis, why don't you write me back? Well, I, I'm sure I intended to. Uh, I've been rather busy. I just founded a church and all, and uh, I don't have time to reach back out to all of my fans. Uh, there are ever so many. Uh, but I'm sure that... Uh, uh, this uh, that, Sorry, the, uh, the letter's changing. It, it says that uh, you're, you're lying? That, that seems rude. I don't... I don't... Okay, now, now that, that is uncalled for. You, you do not need to come... No, all right. What does it say now? Uh, your fan is making very unkind remarks to me oh. and then asking you if you liked your uh, gift of... Is that a hand? Is there a name on that letter by chance? I, I don't know, but uh, they say that they left you a hand underneath your pillow and are wondering why you didn't accept the hand in marriage... I think that's way too literal, but that's what they did. Gods. Oh, I thought this was behind me. The letter now says that they're always behind you. You, you need to burn that letter, George. You don't understand. That person, that that creature, is evil. I mean, I'll, I'll go ahead and burn it and respect your wishes. I, I just, I don't know that anything can ever be truly evil. Oh, you're an asshole. Yes, I'm burning your letter right now. Fuck you. Sorry, I'm, af- I'm afraid occasionally I gather the, the stalker or two. It's been a curse of mine. Uh, speaking of stalkers, we got another message here asking about uh, dark stalkers, which, if I recall correctly, tend to be undead versions of monsters, which I guess makes this another one that's more aimed for uh, Victoria. So uh, that, that one kind of dark stalker that is uh, a purple worm, but undead, you got any insight into that? I mean, besides the fact that that's gross as hell. Gee, I don't know who would do such a thing. <laughs> I don't know. Well, you see, I can't speak too much to worms, uh, but that is very curious. I kind of want to do that myself sometime. But uh, my first dark stalker was my kitty cat, Bones. You see, Bones was such a cuddly kitty, but he was just all skin and bones. Very sad, you see. And when he died, very tragically, I just, I couldn't bear to part with him, so I, I made him come back. 
back again. And now he follows me everywhere, hissing and scratching. It's kind of mean and sad, but there we are. I feel like if that were said slightly differently, that would sound cute and endearing. Well, Bones now uh, is more bones than skin these days, but he's still around. Would you say that he's a skele-kitty? Yes, that's a good way to put it. All right, uh, we got a new question here. Last episode, George said he had a special pride message of be gay, do crimes. Did the law enforcement of the realm have anything to say about that? Uh, well, you see, I did not specify which crimes people ought to do. Therefore, it did not legally constitute inciting crimes nor any form of conspiracy. But did you? Did you incite any specific crimes? <laughs> he sure beat him like he did. It was rather impressive. I haven't seen that sort of beating since I participated in Mistress Margaret's Dungeon of Delightful Deaths. So you are into death. Oh, it wasn't that kind of death. No. It was the little death. Not real death. Boring. Wait, do you know what the constables do when it turns out crimes were committed by ghosts? I mean, it, it's not exactly like handcuffs work on ghosts. Oh, I don't know. I, I have some pretty good enchanted handcuffs. Maybe they have ghost inspectors? Spectre inspectors. But who inspects the spectre inspectors? No one suspects the spectre inspectors. Wait. Hold on. What's that behind you? Mm, uh, my, my book of faces. Oh, my goddess. That book is full of actual faces? Wait, that's my face! How did you get my face? You were sleeping. It's not like you were using it at the time. You didn't need it, but you were making some strange faces at the time, like you were doing something sexual while asleep. That night? You stole my face that night? No wonder I'm being stalked. George, I, I'm done here. I have to leave. There are a lot of letters flying out of that bag right now. Burn them! Burn them all! They're going to kill us, George! <laughs> well, they're not going to kill me. <laughs> I, was, I was the one who gave his stalkers access to you. Winky emoji. Did you just say winky emoji? That, that's hardly the concern right now. We have stalkers and ghosts and stalker ghosts outside the door. Some of those are poltergeists, actually. Stand strong, my friends. We shall not let them pass. Arthion, to me! Look at me! Ah! Ouch! Look at me, please! Please come over here! You're gonna die in a real gross way. Why don't you listen to me? Yeah, that's right. You're honest, you're my favorite! I can't get you out of my mind. This episode of Dear High Elves was sponsored by Merkel VPN. With Merkle VPN, privacy concerns are a thing of the past. For a low subscription fee of just 15 gold pieces per month, Merkle's priests and paladins will seek out anyone talking about you without your permission and very publicly neuter them. Merkle VPN. Snitches get stitches. In the groin. This episode of Dear High Elves features Michelle Jewett Silva as Victoria, Jeremiah Johnson as Gil Adonis, Richard Chartrand as Matilda, and Hiromi Kota as George Carver. Produced and edited by Hiromi Kota with engineering by Richard Chartrand. Theme song remixed from Ice Cold by Audionautics. Miracle VPN song by Kevin McLeod. Originally titled Wholesome. Dear High Elves is a copyright of Burning Blade Productions. If you like this show and want to hear more, 
Follow us on Facebook and Twitter to be the first to know about upcoming episodes. Also, subscribe to the podcast and leave a review. That'd be nice. Welcome to Dear High Elves, show where we get it. <coughs> God damn it. I think maybe Spice the Chai was a bit bad choice. <laughs> Special effects. Ugh, whatever. I didn't even want to go inside anyways. Let me in now. <laughs> Sorry. Matilda, you're just the right height. Oh, fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> you would be more pretty if you smiled more, Giladonis. And I'm your horse. I'm, I'm your horse. Giddy up. Could you read my screenplay?